say Metro by T-Mobile, got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, because Metro has two lines for 80, and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Dakota. You've spent your week with your head in the clouds. And guess what? Now it's time for us to bring you... Down, Down to Nerd! nerd all day! Pizza. You did. I accept your feet. I actually did they just update the uh, the software there because then it said uh, playing to listeners. I never saw that before. It must have automatically updated. I know you guys can't see it, but we can see like our little uh, Spreaker studio where we edit these. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's some new bells and whistles. It looks like mm-hmm. that's awesome. So I think well, pre uh, pre recording, we were trying to figure out what we uh, were going to talk about today, and I uh, I think we might talk about like the driverless cars and how you know all that's working with tesla and all these other companies that are testing their technologies um and uh and you know tesla's kind of on the forefront but uber um lyft and you know there's another company um based out of california that does operate in arizona called waymo and you know kind of, we'll just kind of discuss how all of that stuff is and i even have like a little um Part where we can talk about like the levels if you think that's a good idea chris of like the levels of driver driverless autonomy oh yeah yeah that's good man also i i really loved that nice little synopsis about what the podcast will contain that was wonderful yeah i that might we might have to include that but you know before we just kind of talked about you know we just kind of went we didn't know what it was um then that'd be i think this we'll have to include it yeah, well, well, you know, absolutely, man. But yeah, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll kind of jump into that first part. I know, you know, in the headlines, uh, one of the big things being talked about is uh, Uber uh, with their autonomous vehicle testing uh, in your great state of Arizona. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, ended up in uh, the death of a pedestrian. Uh, it looked like I think it was a cyclist uh, got hit and killed. Um, with that and and i feel like it just opens up a whole can of worms uh did you have a chance to see the video of it occurring i did yeah and as terrible as it was i mean there's there's a lot of factors going into it i mean especially like i was i was kind of talking to kylie about it um and i'm like there's so many factors that are going into it like the street lighting like you know the pedestrian not being on the crosswalk like even if that was a normal driver like if i'm a normal driver Mm. i look i look for people at crosswalks when i'm going through the intersection um if it's a green light honestly like it's hard to tell like even at light if anybody's even standing on the sides and if they're you know people are crossing out you don't expect people to cross out in front of you like in the middle of the in the street not at a crosswalk you know that's kind of why crosswalks are there because that's where you can expect to see people you know yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I think it's a great thing, you know, that the Arizona kind of temporarily suspended uh, autonomous testing, you know, while they're kind of investigating this. But one of the things that really stood out to me was uh, the driver did seem really distracted, uh, you know, what I mean, when it was happening, but it's oh. kind of like to a degree, it's like, well, you know, you kind of expect the car to stop. You know, it's probably <laughs> been working just fine and all the other times you've been riding in it. But, you know, still where 
where does it lie? You know, where, you know, where does the blame lie? Is it the driver or is it, you know, the sensor's not working on the car? I guess it is kind of a combination of both, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I think, oh, would they say that the driver, like, wasn't, like, actively engaged with the car or, like, really even paying attention with the road for, like, the previous five minutes? So, you know, was it just a perfect, you know, uh, Bermuda Triangle of all of those events? You know, what if it it malfunctioned for just that millisecond or I was even seeing some stuff and uh, you might have seen it as well uh, but that but the car that they're using that kind of came into question as well because that Volvo uh, I forget I forget the exact model I think it's the XC90 or something like the Crosstrek 90 or Cross Country mm-hmm. 90 or something I don't know exactly but that um, with the and like the NTSH like the safety standards council that has really low um, headlight uh, visibility. So they were thinking that oh maybe the model of car that they were using was even coming into question rather than like the camera and monitoring system. So that's I mean again there's just so many factors that go into it. It's really hard to tell who's at fault. You know if the driver was paying attention, you know that's what they're there for is to slam on the brakes or take control. So if they're not paying attention. You know, is it the driver's fault? Is it the car? Is it the manufacturer's fault? Is it the company's fault because they picked that car? Is it the camera's fault? Like, was the camera faulty? Did they need to put a new camera in? Why weren't they using the LiDAR? Like, all this, you know, all this stuff. So, Right. You know, definitely. There, there were really a lot of variables, you know, and that's the thing where um, – I I really like the idea, you know, rather than kind of what Uber was testing and trying to achieve, uh, looking at uh, the way Tesla does autonomy, which is, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, this will, you know, go, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and stay in the lane and you can shift lanes just by using your blinker. And this is amazing. Uh, but we fully expect you to remain engaged, you know, and there's been a lot of accidents. Uh, if you don't follow it, um, electric.co, uh, it's a electric, uh, driving website, uh, managed by, uh, the same company that does our dear, dear favorite website, nine to five Mac. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Not to get off on a tangent before I come back to this, Dakota, do you remember, uh, when new tech products used to come out, we used to say, but can it do nine to five? Right, dude. I remember. <laughs> no, that was that was the test. All right. Sorry, listeners. This is the tangent time. But when we worked at the Bat Cafe, wasn't the first website that you went to when someone said their Internet wasn't working or to check to see if their browser was working was nine to five? Because we know that they never have gone there before. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it was always fresh. You know, it wouldn't be cached. You know, odds right. are they didn't know anything. Yeah, that was that was always the benchmark. But can it do? nine to five can it do that's right <laughs> but so. uh yeah you know just to just to get back though you know it's like you know tesla has gotten themselves out of a world uh, you know of trouble you know uh and especially where i was getting at through this electric website is uh, mm-hmm. they've had a lot of blog posts reporting you know different tesla accidents whether it be a model x uh or a model s uh i don't know if a model 3 has gotten into an accident yet but i digress um right. you know they're mainly just you know like no matter what they have so many sensors in the vehicle uh that they can find out uh, down to milliseconds you know what i mean of the accident happening was the driver engaged you know and 
you know, if that's the case, uh, Tesla really mitigates uh, any responsibility. They're saying, hey, well, when we sold you this car, you know, and when you hit the little accept button, you know, in your beautiful 17-inch uh, in-dash display, uh, it's you're saying, like, you're supposed to be engaged and actively involved in the vehicle, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to make those necessary responses. Right, and they've even... Um you know, they keep all those driver logs to see, like you said, like the driver engagement in that situation, like the millisecond before it happens. So, you know, they can go, hey, like nobody touched the steering wheel for the past two minutes. Like, what did you expect on this icy road? You know, this curving road where the driver flew off the road, like they didn't touch the steering wheel. They didn't slow down the car. They, you know, they didn't turn the blinker on or hit the brakes or anything and just expected the car to drive itself when it is it is not at that level yet. I mean, it's to go back to segue into the level progression. Um, right now, Tesla's operating at a level two, uh, which is partial um, autonomy. Um, so that means that it can change lanes. Um, it can kind of keep in uh, with like in and out of traffic. So if it's kind of like the levels before it. So in level one, that's the driver assistance where it'll, um, do adaptive cruise control mm-hmm. level two it'll keep you in your lane it'll change automatically for you um, you know it, as it's keeping that adaptive cruise control it'll stay in the lane it'll help you um, if you've ever driven a car with a lane assist if you're drifting a little bit it'll actually bump you over if you've ever felt i don't know have you driven a car that's had that yet uh, no, I haven't. I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I know uh, Mark's uh, Mazda. He has that. That works that way, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's so it's got that lane assist feature, which I think that's, I think that's still in that level two, um, because it can't uh, do the level three, which is um, uh, the next level. I everybody's got different names for it, but that could be basically you could let the car um, take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And it'll take itself on the highway. And I don't think it can do um, low speed just yet. But the driver still needs to be um, available because the car will signal the driver when it's it doesn't feel – I guess it doesn't feel. But it calculates that it can't handle the situation. You know, I can't feel the love. I can't enter the highway. Zero zero one one zero zero one. Oh my gosh! Everybody, go listen to Robots by Fly to the Concords yes. immediately following this podcast. I know I'll be. I'm. I'm. Uh, yes, it is a good, great song by Fly to the Concords. Yes, it is. Um, but that's that level. That level three is that the driver still needs to be present, and that's the level that the Uber is operating on. Is the driver needs to be present and engaged to be ready um, for that level. So, and I think that was the situation in um, in Tempe uh, with the with the incident with the pedestrian. Right, so they were in level three. It definitely seems that way, you know. And to me, you know that. It just feels like you know. How do you know when something like that's ready for real world testing? Uh, it, it, it's just you know. I mean, it's a. Uh, I don't. It's a lot of responsibility, you know. And and I feel like there's a there's a lot of fearfulness for that, you know. Um, I know not too many people have watched it, but there was actually a really interesting episode of the X-Files <laughs> from this mm-hmm. season where they, they kind of did a mockery of uh, some of the modern technologies like Roombas and, you know, driverless cars and such, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in which they got into a uh, Tesla X uh, that uh, 
you know, was, was kind of like a Waymo, uh, you know, as it were, <laughs> just totally autonomous. Uh, and it just starts going out of control, uh, oh, wow. you know, full speed ahead. And it's like, you know, it is, we prepare for autonomous vehicles. It's like, where, where is that level where we can shift up? It, it goes up to level five autonomy, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Which is yeah. fully like, you know, you're just taking a nap, whatever you're going to get there. Right. Like in, in Tesla's vision and Google's vision for that level five is, it wasn't Elon Musk was even saying something that the car of the future is going to have no steering wheel and no gas or brake pedals. Like you sit in the back te- back seat, you eat your breakfast, you drink your tea, you read your newspaper. Um, that's where, you know, you, that's full Batmobile status where you press the button, it comes up to you, you get in the back seat and it chauffeurs you to where you need to go. So, and I'm, I'm sorry, we skipped, we skipped level four, but that's the one it can totally take itself on the highway just because there's not all those twists and turns. It's fully ready to go on the highway. But as soon as you exit the highway, that's when you need to re- resume control. Um, you, you know, and it's like, you know, I envision like a, a level five autonomous vehicle, like rather than the seats, like all facing, you know what I mean? Forward. It's almost kind of like you could have a more interpersonal, like I almost imagine like the driver and passenger seats being like the back row, but you know what I mean? They're, they're facing each other, you know, to, to communicate. Almost like a, like a circle, like, like you open up the door, like there's one door on like one side, like on the right hand side of the, on the vehicle, you open it up and it's just like a, a C just imagine like a sea of seats and you're all just kind of like facing in. And then at that point, is there going to be, like driver ownership like do you own that car like if you're mm. carpooling and sitting in there you know is that something that you would want to own if that's how all cars came to be if they were all you know c c designed and all that right right you know and it almost makes you wonder you know what i mean is that where like uber and lyft uh you know and waymo looking towards the future you know is is that what they're seeing you know what i mean where car ownership especially in cities mm-hmm. uh maybe uh, even more of a commodity than we might think. But, you know, even at that point, though, you know, it's just like you have to truly trust a computer sensors and all the technology. It's like it, it's just kind of weird to me that even like uh, I don't know if you saw this at CES, uh, but Mercedes had a uh, smart car uh, at CES. You know what I mean? That kind of went on its track driving itself uh, with no steering wheel or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's It's just like would you want a manual override in that? You know what I mean? Like at the point it's like, boy, this, this is about to be really bad. It's like, where is that drop off point between it's like, Oh, you definitely won't need this. You know what I mean? Like the failure rate will literally be 99.9%. You know what I mean? Success rate and only 0.1% failure. You know, is that, is it achievable, you know, in technology? I just don't know. There's just so many different twists and turns in a road and so many things can just change on a fly you know Mm -hmm. and and i don't i guess the way i think about is it's like i would really think even if we achieve you know what i mean level five autonomy uh in in our future you know there's going to be levels one through four vehicles still on the road which rely in some way on human input, which, you know, leads to human error. How can a level five autonomous vehicle, how will it be able to respond to that? And I feel like that's going to be a big part of trust, you know, and, and, and I guess kind of just what I wanted to tie together with, you know, with this incident with Uber, uh, you know, a company that has already diminished a lot of trust uh, mm-hmm. in the public eye to have this kind of mistake. It's like, 
how long would it be before we could have that kind of trust in the consumer eye that says, I'm going to go sit in this level five autonomous vehicle and I know it's going to take me, uh, you know what I mean, from who knows, from New York through Pennsylvania, you know, and it's going to know when to stop to recharge and take care of itself. Right. Yeah. And who knows, maybe you'll be sharing uh, that ride with other people that are moving that way and you're sharing the cost or yeah, uh, you pick up a couple people like that. Um, oh, what's that new feature? Uh, Waze Carpool. You mm-hmm. can you can set in your um, uh, work address and like your home address. And if you set it up that you know, hey, I go to work between seven and eight a.m. Like I can pick somebody up and we can carpool together. And hey, kick me you know two bucks or something. Like you can kind of you know is that is you know, maybe that's maybe that's a topic for another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, or in this one, but is, is like you said, like is, is car ownership going to be kind of going on the wayside, but that might take so long, you know, it might take years and years and years to phase all that out or in, um, with, uh, you know, all the manual cars with the level zero cars, so to speak. Right. Um, but who knows, maybe there might be another program like, uh, what was it? Cash for clunkers like 10 years ago Mm. where people were trading in their, um, you know, high, uh, or low fuel efficient vehicles for higher efficient vehicles, you'd get a credit. So what if maybe 10 years from now, Hey, trade in your level zero non autonomous car for an autonomous car and you get a credit or something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, we'll be on that way. You know, you look at, uh, countries like, uh, Oh my goodness. I want to say it was France. Uh, someone please correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, they've, they've passed a law that, uh, all vehicles have to be electric. Um, oh, I think that was Denmark. <clears throat> Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it, it, I think by 20, it's not all it was, that far away. No, it was really aggressive. Like <clears throat> 2024, like all, not all, I don't think it was all vehicles, but I think it's all new vehicle purchases. So after 2024, you can't go out and get, you know, uh, I don't know, a Fiat 500 that's not electric. Like it, they all have to be electric for the new vehicle purchases. Right. You know, which, which I think is good, you know, and, and honestly that kind of brings me into a, uh, another topic that that I think we should definitely do very soon, uh, especially because we both uh, kind of got to read through that climatism book. But, you know, you know, the impact of climate change, you know, and the push for those electric vehicles. But, you know, I do think that's going to tie into to electric vehicles and, and effectively vehicle autonomy, uh, you know, as we move uh, really not all that far, you know, it it's kind of funny just to hear those timelines or crazy to hear those timelines you know they're they're just not that far away uh and i certainly hope as a country we're not all that far away uh with some truths that we really have to accept mm-hmm. yeah and you know if if uh you know all the car companies are against it you know maybe they're just scared of the competition you know honestly like you know all the companies you know oh the too much there's too much regulation or there that's not where the money's at yet but they're just scared. They don't want to invest. They don't want to change their business model to adapt to the changing market, you know, because like, you know, the changing infrastructure. Right. So, so who knows? Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's, that might be beyond us. We're just talking tech, but that's, that might be beyond our, uh, our expertise. Oh, for sure. But I, I, I don't know. I got to tell you, I, I think it was a, a, a nice little set of notes to end on there. Unless you got anything else to add. I thought that was a pretty good, uh, update on the current state of affairs for autonomous driving 
Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Um, yeah, the only other thing that I can add is uh, I saw an article this morning that the governor of Arizona like was in agreement with um, Uber in 2007 uh, to like almost gave them the green light to test the autonomous vehicles. Like even that, you know, 11 years ago, like he was like, hey, like this is either a good thing or they sent him a nice chunk of change. You know, who who knows? (laughs) (laughs) The test, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, who knows? I mean, time will tell, you know, I'm just certainly hoping that uh, with each passing year, you know, we really we get to level five uh, autonomy and uh, really, really can't wait to see. It seems like Tesla's leading the way under the leadership of Elon Musk. And uh, I don't know. I hope that trend continues. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I would love to just get in the back of my car and brush my teeth and eat my breakfast burrito. And Dude, it's like Lincoln Lawyer stuff. It, you ever seen Lincoln Lawyer? Be- I have not. I will have to check that out. Sure, it's got Matthew McConaughey in it. He just sits in the back of a Lincoln being a lawyer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh very descriptive. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm just going to start playing us off now. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, business on basically every social media website. And uh, I don't know. We can't thank you enough. But, hey. yeah, send us send us those comments, uh, suggestions, some, anything you want to hear. Absolutely, man. Hey, well, I think that's a wrap. And uh, ladies and gents, thanks for listening to Down to Nerd. Haha, ha, beat oh, you. Dang it. <laughs> right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. S1028 gigabyte, $10 a month, up to 2250-month credit applied in two bills or cancel early in balance to limit basic up to 9320, pay $32 per month per line. Law to pay data for organization to congestion, speed maximum, zero stores, and restrictions apply.